Hello, and, and welcome, welcome to, to the Hype Girls Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Adeline. Your new besties here to hype you up and teach you how to be a hype girl for everybody else, but most importantly, for yourself. Join us for your weekly pep talk and reminder that you can crush whatever journey you're currently on. So, so join, join the club. club. Come be a hype girl. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hype Girls Podcast. It's your girl, Adeline. And Michael what's up cool oh my goodness i almost just pulled the computer off of the little table in front of us a lame-o i know that would have been really annoying of course Um, it was my laptop of course she doesn't care (laughs) (laughs) whatever um what's up how are you i am so good you want to know a secret obviously i have been working out consistently again amazing I'm proud of myself because I took like a three month hiatus. (laughs) Literally same. We both were working out like every single day so consistently before we went to Vegas and then we got back and like July, August, September, every single day. And then we went the last week of September and then I literally don't think that I did another workout until January. Oh, same. Like it was bad. And then my January workouts were like every like fourth or fifth day i might yeah. do something yeah 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 and then i'd be sore for like five days like i'll go walk <laughs> but like yeah yeah i would like walk and like do normal daily activities but like i'm not like physically lifting weights or sweating a whole lot yeah. granted i do play volleyball and i did play in a tournament and i played this tournament that i played in was yeah. like i had to have gotten at least like eighty thousand steps really it was insane well, we played like roughly Roughly 40 games of volleyball. What? In one day. But I was there from literally got 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, my gosh. I would never. I was a carcass. For sure. Somebody had to drag me out. I would be out of commission for three to four weeks. Like, I, I wouldn't be okay. I was. I would never do that. VB sore <laughs> the next day. Very sore. Um, that's funny. Um, I'm proud of you, though. That's impressive. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, what, what workouts have you been doing? Um, I've been doing the app. Um, it's called Twenty Eight, and it like syncs up with your cycle. Like you like, there's like a schedule at the beginning, or like a, you know what I mean. You like go in and you like say like when yeah. you start your period, like when it usually ends. So then it like syncs up and it tells you when your body is in what phase. And Whoa. it's really interesting. This which, is like Gracie Norton type stuff. It is, like- and maybe that's where I heard of it. I don't know. I did hear about it on TikTok, but um, yeah, it, like syncs up with your cycle. And so it tells you, like, what foods would be good during that cycle. There's, like, nutrition information. And then it gives you, like, it gives you, like, a workout of the day. And if you don't want to do that workout, then you can pick, like, six others. Say this app again. It's just called 28. Like, the number, like, 28. I'm going to look this It's free. Up. No. I swear. It's free. Yeah. It's just really interesting. And I just we was curious. This. Yeah, we, we will. This app for you. Because I've been using it, like, every day now for, like, the last two months, which isn't that long. But I just, like, heard about it. And it's really interesting. And I, I first downloaded it just because I was like oh like I'm interested in knowing like what phase my body is in and then I realized like oh they give you like nutrition information and they give you workouts and the girls that like lead the workouts aren't like my favorite just because they don't like I need somebody to like hype me up as I'm doing a type thing it's a video that you watch yeah and um it's interesting I like it like there's like Pilates and you know like all of that kind of stuff um, but yeah, it's really interesting. 28. Not me pulling it up right now. She's literally downloading. Um, <laughs> no, that's actually super interesting because I know like Gracie Norton on TikTok, TikTok? Instagram. She's super famous. Super. Yeah. She's literally so the most unobtainable human I've ever seen. Like she does. She's not from this earth. Yeah. She's gorgeous. So pretty. Her voice is 
the most soothing, perfect, yes. like yeah, she's perfect. Like she, perfect, she's like a doll perfect, baby. Perfect. Yeah, everything about her is perfect. Yeah. Anyway, Gracie always talks about how she like cycle syncs is what she calls it. And yeah. I'm like, but that's... how would you? She works out and mm-hmm. eats like based on what cycle of her period she's yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly like what this tells you. Yeah, and I have, I mean, I always find it interesting but then i'm like how could you possibly i don't have the time to research that so yeah. that is actually incredible the app just does app. literally everything for you it's so nice well um no i have not been doing any apps i um in case y'all don't know i have my certifications in personal training mm-hmm. and nutrition and stuff like that i was a personal trainer for a while actually this is the perfect podcast because we're talking about past jobs yeah but uh, so I did bodybuilding style workouts for years, CrossFit kind of stuff as well. So that's kind of what I'm doing. But I'm just – I'm jumping back and going back to the beginning. Um, we love it. Yeah, like a like a come clean Hillary Duff song. Oh back gosh. to the beginning. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm basically doing the same kind of stuff, but I'm doing it at much lighter weights. And I'm really focusing on like – drawing my belly button to my spine and vacuuming my abs and like yeah. keeping everything collected and firm and perfect form and all that. Yeah. It's been helping a little bit because I think I was just so burnt out on working out in general, but yeah, that's, that's great. What I've been doing. I love so. it. I'm happy for you. Um, do we want to talk about our favorites for the week? Yes. Okay. Amazing. I went first last time. Okay. I'll go first. My favorite is, um, I actually forget exactly what it's called, but it's like those, like hair wax sticks mm, so like whenever yep. you want to do the slick back look I have like a slick back going on right now because I'm on like day five hair um and it's just so nice it's like a little wax stick you've probably already seen it on like TikTok or Instagram um and I love it I want to say the brand is like ITK or something like that I got yes. it on Amazon yeah yeah I've seen and it. it's in my Amazon cart actually yeah but- it's great I love it you literally just push it up and you just like swipe it across any flyaways and they're just like so flat it's amazing can I ask you a question about this product yeah because I don't have it okay if you are not on so for example I just today is my hair wash day yeah Fridays are always my hair wash day usually so that I'm fresh for the weekend yeah so if I washed my hair would I want to use it on that day no does it leave does it leave like a residue yeah it leaves a residue I like only use it on like day four day five hair yeah or like if I like really want to do a specific style then I wash it the next day I see okay yeah it's definitely like it leaves residue for sure okay it like it's literally wax like it's holding you down and I do most of the time have like my slicked buns buns <laughs> my slicked yeah. bun look and yeah. stuff like that usually is later in the week for me like yeah. day four day five yeah or I usually go seven days to wash but um so that might be like day six for me but yeah that's definitely beautiful. needs to be scrubbed out my product this week is also a hair product and it is Ooh. called I believe it's called Ser 100 C-E-R 100 we will link it um it is actually a hair mask that I got on Amazon and it is a collagen ceramide protein treatment mask. Nice. And yeah, I've been. It's a mouthful though. It is. <laughs> Ser 100 is not. It's actually like in the bottle is all in Chinese. So like oh. you can't really read anything on it. The directions were in English on the box, but the bottle mm-hmm. itself is just, um, uh, I, I don't know if it's Chinese or. Yeah, just a language you don't know. Yeah. I get a it. language. And but yeah, I have been loving it. It's been making my hair super, super soft when I and it stays soft and silky for the week. So I have been loving that and we will link those. Yeah, I got to check that out because I'm like terrible about hair care products. So I need to check that out for sure. I've been extra diligent lately because my hair is that's great. A dead mass of mop. 
<laughs> on my head. I don't know if it's winter or what, but my hair has just been so dry. Everything's Maybe. been dry. I'm just dry. Yeah. No, I've been really dry too. Definitely has to just be the weather. I'm such a lizard. I'm also like drinking <laughs> liquid IVs, electrolytes, and water over 100 ounces a day. And I'm yeah. so, I wake up and I'm like... <laughs> Like dry. Everything is dry. Yeah. My skin is crunchy. My hair yeah, is I've crunchy. Yeah, I've been crunchy too. It's <sighs> my not My eyeballs cute. are crunchy. So crunchy. Not I cute. hate this for me. Um, but yeah, so for today, we were just going to kind of like go through our past jobs and like also talk about like the direction we thought our lives were going to go and then how that's kind of led us to where we are today. I love that. That was a great intro for today. Thank for you so much. Honestly, I don't have that many past jobs. Um, Michael is like a jack of all trades and has tried it all. And so she definitely has a lot more than me because she is someone who's just like very willing to like give anything a go. She said that in the most flattering way possible because for me, it's like for the longest time I was embarrassed by how many jobs I've had. But now mm-hmm. I've grown to the point where I'm like, why am I embarrassed that I am not willing to settle? You literally have had so many life experiences because so of it, many. too. I You've lived nine lives. Oh, I have. I'm a cat. Yeah, literally. You And, like, I don't know. I think it's cool because you've met a ton of people. You've learned so much yeah. stuff. And I've, I've worked more jobs than the average person will work in three lifetimes, let alone <laughs> yeah. one. So Literally. Um, and I'm not done yet. Let's just reiterate. She's not I'm done, not done yet. yet. I will change jobs again. That's a good way to think of it, though. Like, you're not done yet. I'm not done yet. You're going to try more. I I love it. Do you want to start us off then? I feel like maybe you should start us off because mine will be longer. Okay, that's fine. That works. (laughs) Okay, so honestly, I really, like, I didn't really have a job until I was kind of in college. Um, My parents had just always said, like, when I was in high school, like, my job was to be a student and to, like, be a kid. So that was really awesome of them that they kind of like supported me Love all the that. way through that um so I didn't really have a job as a kid um as a kid like you're still a kid when you're like 18 19 20 all that yeah. um but my first job was I was a um jewelry consult or I actually don't know what the title was but like a I don't even know how to speak right now. Like a jewelry sales <laughs> Like a salesperson. Okay. Yeah. They were called like jewelry consultant, like jewelry sales consultant, I believe is what the title was. Um but yeah, so I sold jewelry at Jared, the Gallery of Jewelers, or the Gallery of Jewelry. I actually don't remember what it was. It was a while ago. Um, so I sold jewelry. I also did another job where I like did like inventory control in a store. And that was a good job to learn a lot about people. And because it's retail, and I feel like everyone should have to work a retail job at some point because you learn so much about life and like so much about like how to deal with people. Retail or customer service, as far yeah. as like waitressing, bartending, something. Yeah, like that. absolutely. You just like learn a lot of good life lessons from that. So it was definitely not my favorite job, just because I don't really feel like I'm totally built for like a sales position. Like I got bored with it. Like I would be happy to help somebody, but like I never wanted to close a sale. Like I hate (laughs) sales. It just was like so uncomfortable for me to like close a sale. So I did that for a couple of years, kind of like in the summers during school and it was fun and it was like cool to meet different people while I did that job. And then after that, so I went to school for communications and broadcasting and I fully thought that I was going to be, well, I originally thought I was going to be a sports broadcaster. And then I realized I don't really know that much about sports <laughs> and you actually have to know like a lot about sports to do that job. It's not about just talking with a microphone, but I then wanted to do like news. Um, and I was really interested in doing that. And I like fully, fully thought 
that is how my life was going to go. And I was going to be in broadcasting and I loved it. And I worked at our TV station in college and did, I actually did sports broadcasting in college and some other broadcasting as well. It was so much fun. I literally loved it. Um, that was going to be my goal after college. I graduated fully thinking that's what I was going to do. I was applying to jobs, just had like a lot of stuff going on with my family. And that, um, industry is like very cutthroat. There's like not a ton of openings and jobs. And so you have to be willing to move. And I simply just was not willing to move at that point in my life. I wanted to be around my family. So I said goodbye to my dream of being a broadcaster, which then led me back to selling jewelry. (laughs) And then after that, I did go work in a marketing agency for a couple of months. And I kind of just realized that that was not for me. I literally cannot this sounds like dramatic. Like I'm just not the type of person that like can work for. So I I could work for somebody if I set my mind to it because I'm no, I can't. I could like, I I feel like, like I truly one of those people that thinks I could do anything. Like if I set my mind to it, I could do it type of thing, but I hated it. I, it also depends on the boss. So true. And I only lasted three months in that job because it's just so it was not a good fit for me. Um, it, it was a nice place. The people were nice, whatever, but it just was not right for me. And I really, truly hated it. And so as I was doing that job, I was actually, I took an online course of um, like how to become a virtual assistant, learned a ton of stuff. It was super interesting. I just like bought this random course online, learned so much stuff. So I, as I was working at the marketing agency, I was reaching out to like bloggers, small businesses, social media influencers, all of that and was trying to find some clients. And I got some clients from doing that. So I was doing that like at night or on the weekends. And I was like really filling out my schedule. Um, and then eventually I was like, I actually simply cannot keep coming to work. Like I hate my office marketing job, hate it so much. So I put my two weeks in and I haven't looked back since then. I've literally been a virtual assistant full-time and I do my own social media full-time as well. And that's that, like, that's my background with work and that's where we're at now. And then Obviously. And let me just, uh, she downplayed that a little bit, but Addie does make money on her Instagram and her TikTok. Addie is a micro-influencer and she does make money doing what she does. So that is why it is, that is another reason that it is fulfilling and, and it's yeah. also a reason for her to quit another job for this. Yeah. It, she could pursue this. It is very fulfilling now. Like everything I was doing before was like, I was essentially just like doing it for a paycheck type of vibe. Yeah. And like when I was working in an office, I was like, whoa, this is not for me. And I'm not hating on anybody. If you have an office job, like I know a lot of people need the stability and like, I don't have a family to support. I literally have myself. So like, I am okay with doing a job that is not a hundred percent stable, I guess. Like I have clients now, so like it is, but yeah, that's my background. Okay. And I'm I'm like very happy now. I love this for you. Thank you. Mine is much longer winded, so buckle up. Buckle up, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> um I started working when I was 15. I would say my first job was probably aside from like I from a very young age, like 10, 11, 12, I was dog sitting for, for people and my parents would take me to you know, pet sit for them. This is where it all started with everybody and their dog telling me how much I love pets. So I should obviously be a veterinarian. That was the only option. Of course. And so from the time I was like a three-year-old, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a vet because like, that's just what I'm supposed to do because I like animals. And that's what everybody does when they like animals. And that's what everybody thinks I should do. Right. So I had waitressing jobs when I was as young as 15. I would say that's probably like the first real job. Then waitress into my college days. I'm not going to list every single place, but let's just say it was probably close to like 
10 to 15 different restaurants that That's I wild. worked at. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and I was always like a multi-job per time person. I did. Yeah. My um, family was not wealthy. And then I also had multiple siblings. We all worked for everything, all the clothes, like, et cetera, mm-hmm. anything that we wanted. My parents did buy us stuff, obviously. But we worked for all of our We kids. We love a hardworking queen. And then we go to college. I was became of age. Of, of course, I was still working waitressing. I also was working retail um, back and forth between serving and retail. Charlotte Ruth Forever 21, American Eagle. I worked at like seven different retail stores. You really did it all. <laughs> and then started bartending, which holy grail. I mean, you know how you mock the people who are like, Oh my gosh, what? Are they just going to be a bartender for the rest of their lives? Um, Yes, homie, because they making the dime, okay? They are mm-hmm. making some coins. That was my most lucrative job by far. I would yeah. go home with $1,000 a night after doing nothing but listening to music and making people happy. Um, Granted, most of the bars I worked at were pretty chill. I didn't have to deal with, like, people fighting crazy or random drunks. crazy drunks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I could always, like, pawn that off on someone else because that was a girl. So I could <laughs> be like, like, I don't want to oh, deal yeah, with that. Hey, one of you males over there, please take care of this. That is a benefit of being a female. True. But um, bartending and tips, waitressing, retail. Then I got – when I was in college, I worked at the University of Illinois Laboratory for Animal Nutrition. So we were <laughs> – I was a bomber, which means I literally had to, like, compress – different items and bomb them in a machine to determine the caloric density of them that is so interesting <laughs> no no is the worst <laughs> no, like, no no it actually was terrible you the great thing about this job was everybody that worked in the lab was amazing my boss dr hans h stein shout out <laughs> the university of illinois dr hans h stein he was amazing love you dr stein and he was so good. And then also like the bomb, m- the machine that we worked with it, you would set up your um, product and it would have to, it would take about 15 minutes for the bomb to go off and then determine like all the caloric densities of everything that was in there. And this is how the, I would just basically take notes on all yeah. the caloric densities of this, send it off to somebody else and they would make feed animal feed. I didn't do anything uh, important for this place, Yeah, but uh it would take like 15 minutes. So every, I mean, I could just work on my schoolwork and nice. Like Mr. Mr. Uh, Hans H. Stein was totally fine with that. <laughs> he was like, girl, yeah, crush your schoolwork out. We don't care. Yeah. And I also worked at a coffee shop uh, on campus. Absolutely loved working in a coffee shop, like top tier gig. I don't, I hear a lot of people say they hate working at Starbucks. This was a local coffee shop. My boss was amazing. At the coffee shop, he was so chill, so much fun, so relaxed. It makes it so much easier when you have an amazing boss. Right. Um, and then it was easy. My coworkers were awesome, so we could all, like, switch shifts whenever it was necessary. And easy enough to, like – I loved working morning shift because work a morning, go to class, work an afternoon. You know, you get tips. You're making coffee, making people happy. Then after college, I worked at the lab most of college – coffee shops, waitressing, retail. Um, When I would go home for the summers, my family, uh, an extension of my family owns a winery back home. So I was the grape tender on on a winery. (laughs) No, like, I'm not joking. She's literally done a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. She's done it all. Oh, I totally forgot to say, like, also, so this was also a summer job, but I did, I worked um, in construction and, like, house flipping. 
like what super fun <laughs> like every industry michael's tried it so fun already uh, tried it <laughs> we'd walk into this house and i'd be like oh my gosh this is a train wreck and they'd be like here's a hammer knock down that wall and i'm like fun that so sounds fun. amazing um i'm so angry today let me knock <laughs> yeah. down this wall <laughs> so um house flipping and construction and i tended the grapes for a vineyard um that vineyard is hustling and bustling and they are thriving today so i'm so happy to say that i had any part in that after college i graduated in three years instead of four because i just over um did it i was an idiot don't do that <laughs> i was taking like 22 24 semester like hours yeah is that what it is hours um, 22 credits. Hour semester credits yeah and i graduated in three years instead of four and then I started applying for internships. I got a few different internships with different zoos around the country. I ended up selecting the Brookfield Zoo in Chicago because it's like one of the biggest zoos. And so I worked with the uh, African department in the Brookfield Zoo in Chicago. Slay. I got to train um, Okapis with Carla. Shout out Carla. She was the she was the OG. I love <laughs> Carla. Um, Carla was from Australia and she was amazing. And I still keep up with her on socials, but she was my boss there. Everything about the zoo is awesome. They did want to offer me a job. Also, I worked with the dolphins. So cool. So the fun. dolphins and the seals, by far, the, the craziest thing. But I realized while I was there, it just wasn't – I it wasn't my passion. Mm -hmm. So then I left that, worked in an animal clinic, and started with my first animal clinic, actually, and – was a surgical assistant and I ended up bouncing around to three different clinics working in those before I decided that I was like, holy cow, I do not want to go to vet school. I mm -hmm. hate this life. I hate everything about it. I'm miserable. Oh my gosh, I screwed up my entire life. What do I do? It was like a really busy lifestyle. It was very chaotic. Yeah. And I worked in like emergency, like clinics mm, who took- yeah. That'd be a lot Ugh. to, like, take on emotionally, too. Oh, my gosh. A train wreck. Like, the day that I decided I was out was, like, a terrible emergency where I was left by myself in the clinic. And I was the only person available to mm. handle this horrific scene, like, a crime no, scene. No, that's a nightmare. And I was like, okay, can't do it. I'm out. Yeah. Immediately um, was like, okay, what am I passionate about? At the time, I really loved working out, loved fitness. So went and got all my certs for personal training, started doing personal training and nutrition. Um, I did that for a couple of years. Also a fitness instructor. I got my certifications for that too and started doing that in a few places. I loved every aspect of that, but it also was a burnout for me. Mm -hmm. Having clients was, it became tedious and and it's a hard business if you aren't charging enough, which I always had imposter syndrome. So I always felt like I couldn't charge them because I don't know what I'm doing because I am not – I haven't been doing this for 30 years. So I wasn't charging people enough. So I was taking on way too many clients at way too low of a rate and I just couldn't keep up yeah. essentially. And that is when I picked up my first camera. <laughs> And then Love it. Became a little a little baby photographer on the side. Did a lot of side hustling with photography. I still like photography. The thing about photography, like my my specialty with photography, is definitely the editing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're really good. But I don't enjoy the hours of photography. When you're a photographer, you often have to work on the weekends or when somebody else is off of work. So your hours become weeknights or weekend days. I was traveling a lot. I was enjoying my life. I can't do photography all the time. 
absolutely have no interest in doing weddings. People still to this day are like, why aren't you doing more photography? And I'm like, Linda, I don't have time. (laughs) Yeah, weddings are a lot. Oh my gosh, so much. Yeah, I didn't mention like I used to do wedding makeup as well. And like you have to be on 100% and like, I don't know, it's like it's the biggest day of their life, which I totally understand, but like dealing with brides and their families and all that, like you can't screw up. Yeah. Like there's no room for mistakes. No room there. for mistakes, especially like photography. If you miss the yeah. shot, like oh you're done. Gosh. You missed yeah. it. It's not happening again. Uh, granted, sure. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of women out there who are not bridezillas, but like if you get oh, the yeah. one bridezilla, like you're screwed. Yeah. No, definitely. There was great people, but it yeah, it's like you can't you can't screw up. Unless and also unless you're the best of the best in the country, like you can't charge 10 10 grand per wedding. So mm-hmm. as a wedding photographer making full-time income, I mean, these these wedding photographers are booked like every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, almost every single weekend of the summer. And that's another thing that I was like, no can do. Absolutely cannot. So I, aside from my photography, I was still doing that on the side. I do still do that on the side because I just don't um, market myself a lot, but I still do photography for a Mm -hmm. lot of people and still do it for myself. So it is still beneficial to me. My camera and all of my lenses, everything like that have more than been paid off and I've made more, more money from that. So then let's see I worked in I met someone who was like oh my gosh have you ever worked in the spa industry you would be amazing at this and I'm like "Mm, I have not so (laughs) she's like "Eh, it's like the only one I haven't checked off yet yeah what's that about (laughs) yeah and they're like oh we're like a med spa we're super into beauty blah blah blah." and I'm like "Ooh, definitely down my or up my alley down my alley up up. my alley (laughs) and so joined the med spa um, I actually worked at two different med spas and I was the manager and essentially that one was another one where it was just like not amazing leadership and I had to step down from some of these positions or COVID happened, stuff like that. So these were more recent. During COVID, I applied for this random Instagram giveaway with these girls who run online courses. And I ended up winning one of their scholarships to their online courses and took multiple courses for like graphic designer, Mm -hmm. um, all types of anything that you can think of that was online. And I actually took all of that and decided that I could be a VA. I don't even know if I knew you yet because I I feel like when I met you, we we were both like just jumping into the VA world. Yeah. VA means virtual assistant. Oh, yeah. Virtual assistant. Sometimes people don't know that, which like to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, VA. And they're like, oh, what? Yeah. (laughs) Virtual assistant. We're an assistant to anyone and everyone that needs an assistant, but we just do it virtually remotely from our own homes and our computers and our phones. So then I just started looking for clients. I actually joined a few groups that were for virtual assistants. And then I found a team on there who was looking to hire someone. So I joined that team. And ever since we have been hustling and bustling and just like busting out clients and we work with the majority of what we do is social media. So Mm -hmm. the majority of what I say, if somebody doesn't understand what I do, I just say I'm a social media manager. It's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then people are like, okay. Or I'll just be like, yeah, I'm in social. And then again, if it's like someone even older than that, it's like, Oh, I'm in marketing. Yes. I'm in digital marketing. They're like, got it. Like they already know it's over their head. (laughs) Right. I also forgot that I worked – I was the manager of, like, a boarding kennel for, like, dogs as well. Should, this is literally why I said that she's lived nine lives. Like, she's done literally everything. I have done so many she's jobs. Tried it all. People try to, like, ask me, and I'm like, oh, honey, I could – it would take me hours. Oh, I was a realtor, too. I forgot about that. I never, oh, yeah. Like, never oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's yeah, I was a realtor for, like, two years, but 
uh, like one and a half years. Yeah. Um, I, it was actually when I moved to Ohio because I was originally from Illinois, moved to Ohio, and I became a realtor when I moved here. But that is such a hard thing to get into when you know nobody. I would yeah. not recommend it. Like, do it after you live somewhere for a while and you, and know, you know people. know what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I was a realtor for a while as well. So I actually work with some realtors as clients in my social media VA business. So it, it ended up benefiting me in the long run because right. I actually can give a lot of insight in that department. Yeah, it's honestly awesome like how many jobs you've had because like I said before, like you just have so much knowledge. Like I'm going to say random knowledge. I don't really mean it's like random, yeah. but like just knowledge about like normal things that you might not have known if you didn't do mm -hmm. 72 different jobs and like you can <laughs> use that now in your life which is so nice yeah and it's it's an interesting like conversation for most people yeah when they're like if i most of the time the biggest one is when i'm like subtly like oh yeah i've like worked with dolphins at the brookfield zoo in chicago yeah. and they're like i'm sorry what they're like, what? They're like what, what how did they're like i'm sorry you're like a social media beauty instagram person like you're like yeah no i actually love animals yeah like, i also have a degree in you know pre-vet med but right everyone thinks <laughs> that i'm stupid so it's fine <laughs> um i also just like want to say something about because like we both did online courses to help us get where we are now and I feel like a lot of times online courses are like so overlooked or like way overlooked yeah, I agree. That you can learn literally so much from professionals in like every single industry it's incredible like mm -hmm. there is so much information on internet on the internet and like yeah there's a ton of free information but like online courses go so deep into different topics and like I probably could have become a virtual assistant just from getting the free stuff online. But truly, like, I learned so much more when I was, like, really, like, digging deep into the class that I took. And so much faster. So much faster. Because if we wanted to be a VA, we could have, like, tried to figure it out on our own. But, yeah. Like and you also, like, you don't know what you don't know. Like, you don't know what to Google. So, like, online courses have it all laid out for you. Yes. I, I love online courses. Yes, we love online courses. I feel like I feel like I also am a huge fanatic with online courses. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fanatic with what is it when they're saying like you don't have to go to college because you can like not tech school but like um yeah, you know trade school. Trade school. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Huge fan of trade school. I do not believe college is for everyone. I'm not like a huge advocate that you must go to college. I you will come to find out am not any type of like linear linear timeline of any sort, mm -hmm. no common conformity, anything that's a societal standard, I will say F it so fast. <laughs> I do not care about society or how they want you to do anything. And college, we're coming to find, you know, that's very much a boomer mentality. And I think as we age and as millennials move into um, more boss CEO yeah. positions, then we will find that they're not going to be as pushy about the college degree, mainly because everyone who went to college for their degree, they then went to uh, find a job mm -hmm. and everything about your job, you had to learn on the job. That's true. Like, Nin like I have a pre-vet med uh, degree. Nothing that I learned, actually learned in college would have been beneficial to me. Right. The girls who were techs vet techs who went to trade school tech school they got in and out in a year and a half and they went into a vet clinic and i had a bachelor's degree and i had you know the 
pedigree, if you will, mm-hmm. that says I deserve to make more money mm-hmm. than these girls because I have a bachelor's degree and they have a tech degree. Every single vet tech in the entire building knows more than somebody who graduates really? with a bachelor's degree in veterinary medicine, pre-vet med. 100% they know more because in vet school or in pre-vet med, sorry, pre-vet, you're not learning how to stick a needle into an animal and how to draw blood and all that. That's all vet school. Mm-hmm. So these girls learned all of these things in tech school, and then we come out of a bachelor's degree where we studied a book the whole time, yes. and they studied an animal. Had less hands-on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hands-on experience is so vital, and even so, people yeah. with big, you know, big college degrees, they go and learn on the job. Yeah. I definitely think there are some jobs that are going to require a degree. Like, for, for sure. sure. Like, doctors Doctor, go surgeons. to school. Yeah, all that. Like, there's a lot of things that definitely require a degree. And I went to college for four years, and I'm so glad I did. But honestly, I am so glad I did for the experience. experience. Yes. Yeah. So and I would if say, you want to go to college for the experience, by oh my gosh, all means. Definitely. Yeah. It was, like, a great time in my life. Such a good experience. But, like, I don't really need a degree for what I'm doing now. Like, I could have gone a completely different route if I wanted to. And, like, because mm-hmm. – all the information that I have learned now, I have learned myself from online courses or from looking things up myself or from hands-on experience. That doing I've the job, correct. Doing the job. Yeah. But yeah, so like I'm, yeah, college isn't for everyone. I mean, I, I'm so glad I went, but yes. that was also like a different situation. But and yeah. the, the, the experience for sure, if you want to go for that. But I'm saying like if people are pressuring you and saying you should go to college, like there is, that is the next step. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't know what you want to do for one or two like you don't have the money the financial means to go to college yeah it is not necessary and i don't want anyone to feel like they are less than of any sort no, because not. you are not going to college who cares go to trade school and you know what i would just want to top this off with you know that you cannot go to school to be an entrepreneur there is no degree that gets no. you entrepreneur jobs you have to be an entrepreneur by yourself, and a lot of them do not have college degrees, and a lot of them are the richest people on the planet. Yeah, honestly, I feel like there's just – you learn so much in just figuring things out, like, as you you're go. figuring them out. Yeah. yeah. Like, there, you just – you learn so much doing that, but – For sure. But we are big fans of online courses for that reason. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so we already talked about what we do now, which is VA. We're actually both VAs. Yep. Fun fact, this is something that – I mean, we did not know each other. We did not meet because we're VAs. We actually met and then we're like, oh my gosh, we're both, we both VAs. <laughs> and we both do social media. So we were, that's one of the reasons that we click so well because we can relate. I, I can relate with Addie about things that nobody else on the planet, it feels like. Yeah. There are other people. I'm there sure are you're other, out there. There are other v- VAs and there are other girls doing social media, but nobody in my direct life, nobody in my yeah, area, same. nobody that I went to high school with or college with, nobody in my family, nobody understands me or the pitfalls of the experiences that I'm living. Even my um, husband, Devin, he has no idea and he doesn't understand it, but it's very easy for me to converse with all of these things to and with Addie because she does we're understand. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're living very similar like situations. Yes. So and we have very, very similar dreams and goals. So that's another thing. It's easy for us to talk about like our end goal in life and like what yeah. we want to do because it's the same and like how we can get there step by step. And we're both like have the mentality of like never settle and like keep going until you're like fully happy. Like I am hundred percent happy with my life right now, but I know that like I want more. I want to do more. I want to do other things. And Michael's like that too. So we, and you will get it. Yeah. And we literally just like hype each other up with that. And like, no, like this is, 
like, yeah, that's a great next step to do that. Or like, Mm -hmm. hey, I think if you tried to do it this way, like that could really help you. And we both have just always been able to do that for one another. And I feel like having someone in your life like that is so important to just like really help you get into the mindset of like, don't settle. Do not settle. Yeah. And we'll and, be that person for you, too. And we we truly cannot relate if people are settling and they're just like, oh, but, like, this is just how it is. Like, we are both just, like, blinking. But Right. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Yeah. This is not how this goes. <laughs> we do not settle. <laughs> no, absolutely not. One of the main reasons that I like to talk about not settling, A, so common conformity. Everyone in our society has told us to do – every single person has to take the same steps for their lives – we all go to high school. We all go to college. We all get a job. Great job. Better make some money. Mm-hmm. Better make great money or you're worthless. And you need to get married. Then you need to, you know, find your little white picket fence house and you need to have children. And then you will work until you're 65. Then you retire. And then, fun fact, this is when they say, hey, you know what? You live till 65. You have this money now. Now you can live your life. And guess what? Not everyone makes it to 65. Right. Also then like I feel like some you're like why not enjoy life the, the whole way yeah. there? Do you know how many people that I know that are boomers that it makes me so sad to see but they were miserable their entire lives and then they retired and they're like, "Now what?" Yeah. And so this also comes from elderly people in my direct life that I know who they did not make enough money in their jobs throughout their lives to retire and never have to do anything again. Mm -hmm. So they still had to pick up little gigs like substitute teachers, working at Costco, working at the grocery store, stuff like that. So they still never really got the chance to go places because they still had jobs. Even though they were retired from their career, they still had to get jobs. And the, the other thing that they always tell me is, no, you have to live your life now because we thought that we were supposed to do that and we were supposed to wait. And when we retired and we had these side jobs and we finally got time to go places, now we get ti- we're get we tired at 8 p.m. Right. The, we are sore. We can't go hiking through Ireland and Costa Rica because <laughs> yeah. we're old and not that 65 is old I'm not I believe that this was said when they were like 72 but and not that everybody's like that you could take care of your body etc but life does get more difficult and then on top of that technology changes a lot over your lifetime so another thing for them is it's very hard for them to get around because airports are so different um maps mm-hmm. are in your car and in your phone and a lot of that is confusing for them so And I'm not, again, I'm not saying ageism or anything like that. It's just that why are, like, they constantly tell me don't wait until you're 70 before you start living your life. Yeah, I would much rather, like, have a job that can be flexible that so I can enjoy things now and I can have experiences now because I don't want to have to wait until like retirement time or whatever to travel or to do things with family and friends like you know like we don't know how long we'll get to be on this earth so like you should be able to enjoy yourself and enjoy your time now And I think that's one reason that I'm just like so so grateful that I have a job that allows me to live my life now and allows me to have a schedule that works for me but like also um even if you're not like self-employed or you know a VA or anything like that even if you are working in nine to five like take your vacation days like you've earned that time like you have that time for a reason use it like live your life go do the things that you've always wanted to do 
don't let your job or a boss or something like that like hold you back from living your best life and this also as far as there are a lot of people who work best in a nine to five job that is not me but there are people who work that and we need you. I'm so glad you like that because Absolutely. I don't. So yeah. like I I can't I can't do that job and I need you to do it so that the community and the world still functions. Right. So the same works. way like I was a server and to me I was like that is one of the hardest jobs like emotionally, mentally, etc. that I've yeah. done of all the lists that I've listed. And to everyone who does it and enjoys it, thank you because we need you. We really do. We need everyone yeah. who's doing whatever they're doing. But I do want to say I also know a lot of people in my life who work the nine to five. They absolutely hate their lives. They're absolutely miserable. They can't stand their boss. They are mistreated, um, you know, disrespected every day. And they continue to just go to work every single day. And I understand you need a job. I understand you need the money. And I understand that maybe a nine to five is the only thing that does work for you in your life. However, there are other nine to fives. Yeah. You like, do not have to settle for the that life specific that one that you've yes. always had. Like there are other ways to like there are other jobs you can have so that you're still moving forward in life and yes. like getting some experience. And, you know, even if you have a job that you hate, like maybe there's another one that you think you might be interested in and you go try it for a little bit, you are going to gain some knowledge in a different field potentially, or just like a different type of job. And you can then use that to either help build yourself the job you want and like literally build it from scratch and like be an entrepreneur or just use that knowledge in like whatever other job you can find. Like right. if you are super unhappy, like there are ways to go about it to help make yourself like get to the point where you can like truly enjoy life because obviously we have to work yes like obviously everyone has to work you know most people have to work so you have money so that you can like live life because life is expensive and you need money so but you but just don't have to settle you don't have That's, to be miserable that part's really hard for us because we personally know people who do settle and who are settling and they are miserable in their jobs but they never take the next step and mm -hmm. i just want you to know that just look. I mean, there's so many opportunities. Look on Indeed. Look at all these places. And there is no shame in changing your job. No. Like I said, I've worked 50 jobs, 72 yeah. jobs, as Addie said. And there's no shame in that because I was not settling. I was not okay sacrificing my life and my happiness to stay somewhere that no longer served me and yep. served my energy. So I just kept moving and I'm, I will continue to keep moving until like right now I'm peaceful. My energy's good. But if I need to step out of wherever I am now into a new place to bring new excitement into my life. And the other thing is like your your mentality is constantly changing. You're hopefully always growing as a person. So yeah, always evolving. you get new interests mm -hmm. and new things that spark your passions and whatnot. And that's it's an ever-flowing river, if you will. It sure is. So it's always changing. And the other thing that I wanted to reiterate is apply for all of these new jobs go interview if you hate the interview you do not have to say yes if it's yeah you have the power in that type of situation for sure i mean addy has had multiple interviews over the last few months for different positions and different things that she was looking at mm -hmm. and some of them she was like mm, you know what this actually doesn't sit well with me it's not exactly what yeah. i want to do and this was 
post. She already applied. She already interviewed. You're not wasting anybody's time. Yeah. Like I had a client that I was going to work with and we had literally discussed probably three separate times, like three separate, I guess you could say interviews, but like discussions of like what we could do for each other essentially. And it just did not feel right. So like if you're in a situation, you have every right to step back and just be like, no, actually, thank you so much for your time. I like just don't feel like this is the right fit for me. Like you are absolutely have every right to do that. And my last point is you are not underqualified. Whatever the job is, they write the the application, if you will. Like these are what we these are the the job description. Yes. Yeah. And and like what we're looking for, like yeah, yeah, your yeah. past experiences, etc. They write this out to find like they're trying to weed out people who don't believe that they could fit that role. But you can still apply even if you think you don't qualify because they are listing like this impeccable person the person that they have listed probably doesn't exist yeah they're listing every possible great thing about the human that they want for the position but you can still apply for it do you know how many jobs i've been given that i was not qualified for <laughs> right because your girl pretends and everything's figured outable and she says absolutely like uh, fake it till you make it yeah and i will tell them oh if i don't know it i'll figure it out don't worry about me because i got right. this like i'm good I'm Gucci. Whatever you and need, I'm here. Honestly, that I feel like is such a good quality for like literally anything. And yeah. just being able to be resourceful. Like if you are resourceful, you will be so successful. Yes. And literally whatever you decide to do. 100%. So apply for the thing that you're not qualified for. And if anything, it's just going to get you out of your comfort zone. If you don't get the gig, who cares? I have applied for things that I am severely underqualified oh for. Gosh, and yeah. I did not get the gig on several. There was one that I applied for that had over 3,000 applicants for something definitely I was way underqualified for. And guess what? I made it to the final three contestants for who was going to get this mm -hmm. gig. And homegirl faked it till she made it the whole way through. Yep. <laughs> like, no, and 100%. when I got to the end... I was like, oh my gosh, I almost got that job. And I was not, not <laughs> going like, to be yeah. that. Yeah, fake so. it till you make it. Everything is figure outable. We've said this before, but like, that's just how you, that's how you got to live life. Yeah. I mean, if it's job related, like anything related, like that goes for literally any aspect of life. You just got to fake it till you make it. And yes. like, you, you've got this, whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on, you've got this, like you will be successful. Don't stress. Good things are coming. Can I say that when we say fake it till you make it, also, you cannot, you can't fake something and sit there and think to yourself, I'm a fake. I'm no, faking this. You have to totally believe it. 100%. Like, you have to be your biggest cheerleader. And like, yes. I'm going to fake it till I make it. And like, I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to figure this out. Like, yeah. you have to wholeheartedly believe that I'm you can do whatever it is. Because I'm qualified, yeah. period. Like, nobody Literally, can tell me otherwise. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm obviously not qualified to be a surgeon. I'm not, I'm not going to go apply for that job. No, I'll never apply for something but like that. Be, be a little bit realistic, but like there are things that like it was a marketing position and I'm like, mm, do I have any of the qualifications that they have listed? Not a single one, but do I know I could do this job if I get the position? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can. So, and you know what, whenever I made it to the final three, they said I made it that far because they were like, we just loved your energy and how you were like, nope, I got this. I'll figure it out. Yep. Gucci, yeah. we good. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that is a good way for like people to get to know each of us better, like know our background, what brought us here. And then just a little bit of like hyping you up, like whatever you're doing in life, you can do it and you are a success and you'll continue to be a success. You got this. And yes. apply the apply for the job that you don't think you can get and the universe has your back and you can do this and the hype girls got your back we always got your back girl come find <laughs> us on instagram and tiktok at the hype girls podcast 
And if you comment, we pick somebody every week from the comments to buy them coffee. Yeah, Otherwise, let us know what you liked about this episode. Yes, and or if you have any questions or any suggestions, we would take them kindly. Yeah. Also, back to the server and the waiter because this was all about jobs. If you loved us and you would like to tip your servers, your waitresses today, if you will, leave us a review because that is how you can tip somebody who does a podcast that you love. Yes, we would so, love that and we love you. We love you. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. And bye. Bye.